Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Grounded Roots with Sam Black. Sam is a certified psychic medium, wellness coach, and is the executive director of Grounded Roots Wellness Incorporated and is your answer to finding wellness in every area of life. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back for those of you who've been following the series. You know, today, this is our third interview of the day, and I am feeling so blessed and fortunate to have all of these inspiring women joining us, and I'm getting lots of feedback from you guys as well through emails and messages and things like that about how inspiring you're finding the guests, too. And, you know, I really invite you to feel free to connect with these guests. You know, we always share their Facebook or Twitter or the best way to reach them. And, you know, that's a really great way to continue following them and continue getting inspired because I know that these women definitely have so many things to offer. And today's guest absolutely has tons to offer. I know I shared her website Um, a little bit ago and as well in the planning of this show and Sandy has offered a lot of really great things on her website so I hope that you've all clicked that link and you're checking her out Um, and I know by the end of this episode you'll definitely be wanting to do that so without further ado I would love to introduce Sandy and she is a fashion guru from New York City Sandy welcome thank you so much it's a pleasure to be here thank you for having me Oh, thank you for coming. And so, Sandy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Uh, I I started in college as a merchandising major, and straight out of there, I became a department store buyer. Once I had kids, I decided to do some freelancing work, and I was uh, styling. I was teaching. I was a professor for seven years. I actually wrote curriculum um, for the State University of New York. So it could be, it was adopted by many of the colleges, including um, the Fashion Institute of Technology. And um, I was a fashion columnist, a photo stylist. I probably forgot uh, a few things. I hosted fashion shows and worked behind the scenes. I was a personal shopper. So I really got to know the entire business really well. And currently, I have a, uh, a business where I am a branding and style strategist um, for entrepreneurs. I love it. And I love all your experiences and really how you made your business your own and balancing your family with your need to continue your passion. That's so inspiring. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I appreciate it. I was just really fascinated and I wanted to learn. I'm a, I'm a teacher, but I'm also a learner. So I'm, I'm always trying to gather as much information as I can, even when I create projects for my own business. And, you know, I really find we teachers are like that. We are teachers by nature, but we're also lifelong learners as well. And I think that's what really creates the good balance for teachers to be able to keep our information fresh and continuing. Absolutely. So what inspired you to become interested in fashion? Well, I think, I mean, it's really, I don't know how interesting of a story it is because I just, it was just something I knew 
that I always wanted to do. I really didn't do much of anything else as an adult um, that was outside the realm of style or fashion. And I do see those as two different things. We could talk about it later. But I think it was probably because I grew up um, with a family that didn't have a lot of money. So I looked at a lot of magazines and daydreamed. And when I became a young adult, I would go into discount stores and vintage stores. And I always wanted to emulate, you know, some of the, the fashion looks. So I did it on a budget, and I found that I was good at it. And I think that's why I probably majored in it in college. And, you know, that's one really big thing that people uh, misunderstand, that, you know, they think that to have a great wardrobe or professional wardrobe is going to break the bank. And you've got some great strategies for showing that, you know, you can look good and not spend a fortune. And I love how you work with your client's budget to make sure that they feel good about the money they're investing. Absolutely. I'm really all about conscious shopping, um, as opposed to years ago when I did work in corporate. Um, I worked for high-end luxury department stores as a personal shopper. It was all about, you know, selling the garment and, you know, making those sales. And as I've gotten older and wiser, um, I don't want to fill out those landfills. And, um, I want us to make really good decisions about what we have in our closets and what we're going to wear. It shouldn't be stressful. You know, it should be easy and it doesn't have to break the bank, like you said. Absolutely. And that's one thing I don't think everyone thinks about is the clothing that ends up in landfills. You know, I can remember um, years ago, I believed I don't remember who told me this, but somebody had said, you know, if you've got a bit of a stain on your clothes, it's okay to donate it because they'll get shredded and repurposed. And I've talked to a few people who've worked at for a few different donation style stores and they said, no, they just end up going in the garbage and mm -hmm. they can't get over all of the clothing that ends up in the dumpsters and mm -hmm. goes in the garbage just for little spots and things like that. So it's really important to be conscious, first of all, what we're purchasing, what we're getting rid of, but also how easy is it to care for and how long will it last us? Right. I mean, I think that um, it's really important to start, you know, from a place of getting rid of things because I think that we hold on to things emotionally too, you know, longer than it's serving us. So it really is important to, to start from there, you know, getting rid of things, donating them, um, if, if possible, I know that there are a lot of nonprofits that are popping up that do take clothing and they do um, scrap them and reuse them now, which has, is different than a few years ago. Uh, but for the individual, for your listeners, they should really start in their closet with the things that they love and the things that don't serve them anymore. You know, I love that you point that out, especially this time of year. A lot of people... Um, with the holidays coming, they're looking through their closet for a soul to find things to wear, but also they'll be getting new outfits as gifts and things like that. And in our closets, often there are things that sit there for years and years, never worn, whether that be because we're waiting for the day to fit into it again, or whether we're just waiting for that style to come back, whatever the case may be. But I know that in having an effective wardrobe, less is more. Would you say that's true? That's absolutely true. Um, when I work with clients, they tell me that they have half the amount of clothing that they started off with, but twice as many outfits that they can wear now. So, um, so that is important to be able to, um, you know, to really identify 
identify pieces that are working for you. That's awesome. And you know, it also emotionally is very cleansing to clean out the closet. Because um, like you said, there's often an emotional attachment to certain outfits and certain clothing and other items in our home. And so just to kind of go through and see, you know, do I actually really love this? Or is it just that I'm hoping it'll help me hang on to a memory a little longer? Um, so I think this is fantastic and so timely. So can you yeah. tell us a little bit, what are some of your favorite memories in fashion? Because you've certainly had so many different experiences. Um, yes, there, there's been quite a few fun ones. I think my favorite by far is um, I got to drink champagne with Oscar de Laurenta, but literally sat on a little love seat and we, we were drinking champagne. Cheers. It was just 10 of us. We were looking at his new collection. And so for me, that's like someone who's really into music and they get to meet their favorite rock star because he is so charming and he does make you feel like you're the only person or did God bless his soul. But you know, he did make you feel uh, really so special and his garments um, were art or our art, you know, they really, um, you know, stand the time and are very legendary. So that is definitely an, a really big high point for me. And um, I also like hosting, you know, shows and at being at speaking events. And I guess my favorite thing right now that I do is working with entrepreneurs because I really see a big change, both personally and professionally, uh, in them from my start to my finish. So that's really rewarding for me, and it makes my job fun, and I, I love it because of that. That's really exciting. I'm sure for you and for them, it probably feels like a rebirthing process almost. It definitely is. Yeah, I would say Oh, that. that's awesome. So what are some of the different messages that entrepreneurs deliver through their choice of style? Okay, so this can work for you or against you. I mean, on the positive side, you want to be distinctive, you want to be memorable, you want to be creative, professional, organized, uh, whatever it is that, um, you know, that really identifies your business as the correct way to do it. But at the same token, if you're not really paying much attention to it, because a lot of people, you know, think that because, uh, if they don't think about fashion or if they think about it, there's a void of substance, but it's not true. It's probably one of the most important things that you do for a business and one of the probably top three things that you should do right in the beginning because it could work against you as well. You know, you can be, you know, really forgettable. You can be sending mixed messages um, to your customers if they're, they're, say you're trying to sell a program that's very creative your right then your messaging you're sending something you're kind of stuffy and not fun you're not going to you're not going to be so you want to make sure that your message is aligned sorry about that sandy you're cutting out for a second and i know you've got some really good gems to share there so can you just repeat that last part again sure i said that um you really want to make sure that your message and your personal brand are aligned together. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I've seen this happen. Um, so part of my job is that I'm a psychic medium. And so I have seen um, in a couple of circumstances where 
people try to dress to their stereotype for that type of career. So um, the one girl I knew, she was in corporate and she, she often looked very um, conservative. But then when she started to break out and do readings professionally, she took on a totally different look and she kept saying, I just feel so uncomfortable in these clothes. And I said, well, why are you wearing them then? Like, why don't you put on something you feel more comfortable in? And she said, well, because I'm kind of playing a role now. And I really, you know, for me, I always really emphasize people to be authentic to themselves. And that's really what's going to attract your clients to you. So what would you suggest in that kind of a circumstance? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you hit the, the nail on the head. I mean, and that's the beauty of being in business for yourself is that you um, get to be yourself. And that's really a beautiful thing. Um, I mean, I've had many similar circumstances as well. Um, recently, I had an attorney um, and she it has her own, uh, she goes, you know, she does the court thing as well. Um, which there, there are certain, you know, professional standards, but in her own business, when she's seeing people, her, um, she, she said to me, wow, you really look like a stylist. I wish I could put a little bit of style into my business. And I said, well, why can't you, you have your own values, your mission statement. It's your business. Let me see your, you know, your website and your business card. And her tagline was the modern lawyer. So I said to her, well, there you go. I mean, you really need to kind of, you know, stand in that space of being a modern lawyer. And, you know, a, a, an attorney is seen as someone who is a little bit more corporate or, um, you know, wears a suit. But there's no reason when you're seeing a customer one-on-one, -on -one, why can't you have like a great pair of earrings if that's you or, you know, a fun pair of shoes? You know, so there's certain ways that you can do it. Absolutely, there is. And, you know, integrating just those little accessories, I imagine make quite the difference and probably make your the same outfit look like, like a totally different one just by changing that up. Yeah, I mean, uh, one um, tip that I always give and that I actually do as well is if I'm running all day and night and I have meetings in the evening, but I'm going to a restaurant, I want to look a little bit better. I mean, I that's what I change. I change my earrings and my shoes. So um, I'll put a fun pair of earrings on or a necklace. I just throw it in my bag because it might not be day appropriate. And, um, and at night, I'll put a little bit of um, fancier shoe on. So that's, that's a real easy fix you know, to do. That's a great idea, actually. Thank you for sharing that. So if, if we were to look in our closets, what would be probably two things that you would want to see in people's closets that are easy to change up? I would say, uh, well, definitely the black dress, you know, the little black dress can go from day to night, it could go to a wedding, you know, whatever kind of occasion that you have, you can dress it up with, um, with your accessories. And I mean, I think the other thing would probably be a, a white shirt, or even a, a t shirt, depending on I hate to pick particular things for people because I think it all, it all depends on your lifestyle. It all depends on your business. So for, and in your age, you know, so for someone, I might say, you definitely have to invest in a great white t-shirt V-neck, you know, for fitted mm -hmm. for that person. And for another person, uh, it might be an Oxford shirt that's buttoned down that they have to have in their closet. But, um, 
I would say those two things will go a long way, you know, a white shirt and a black dress. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can totally see that. And I see what you mean too, as far as the shirt would really need to reflect their personality for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic. So um, can you tell us about how you help women entrepreneurs find their style? Because some women, they wouldn't know if they needed the t-shirt or the Oxford. Sure. Um, let's see. Well, first, I would say um, to find their style. First, I would say to, you know, look at Pinterest, look at magazines. um, And if you're aligning it with your business, then I would go a step further. And well, even if you're not, even not your business, I mean, I think you need to think about your values. You know, what is the message that you want to, you know, send out? Because everyone has a brand, um, regardless of whether you think you do or you don't. You do, you know, every, everyone has it. And if you don't like take command of what people are saying about you and how you want to portray yourself, then, you know, a brand is what other people are saying about you. So you definitely, um, you know, want to think about that, but you said, how do, I would definitely look at interest, look at magazines, start with the clothes, your favorite things, see category they fall into and you need to remember some people get confused because they'll say well I like edgy things but I also like boho you know and that's okay because we're not one-dimensional human beings we have different facets to our personalities and different times of the day we have different moods or one night you might be in the mood to be a little boho and another night you might be in the mood to be a little edgy and, and sometimes you'll want to even combine a little bit of the two. We usually tend to be a little bit more one than the other, but it's okay to be both. So identify, you know, what is it that you have in your closet that you always go to? I bet you that everyone has at least um, five go-to things that they, that they wear over and over again. So what are they, what category would they fall into? There's all different genres of, you know, you can glam, a classic, rocker, trendy, bohemian. I mean, the list goes on and on. And then what are, you know, the your little mix of both. But definitely identify your values and your statement because everything needs to kind of go together when you're showing up, you know, to be somewhere. And there's all different levels of your brand as well. So it may be that white t-shirt one day and then the white Oxford the other day uh, with the same necklace, let's say, you know, but you know, it's just a different level of showing up depending on who your audience is and your audience might be, if it's a friend, then that's one audience going to be a lot more casual, of course. But if you're doing some networking, then that's a different type of branding and audience that you want to appeal to and still be authentic to yourself. Yeah, and you know, I hadn't really thought much about, you know, the consistency of our branding through clothing until you and I had chatted. And I was thinking about it after that. And I did have a client come in, I think, in October. And my hair is curly. So in the summertime, I often just leave it because to straighten curly hair is a little silly sometimes. And so I had my hair straight, and she had said to me, um, you know, she, oh, I recognize you right away from your picture. And then I saw that same lady a week later 
at the supermarket. And so I said hello to her because we were, you know, in line together. And she's like, I didn't, I didn't know you, you have straight hair, but today it's curly. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I thought, wow, like people actually really do identify you as according to what they think that you look like. And they get used to that. So it was really interesting for me. And I was thinking about that with my clothing after you and I spoke. And um, certainly half of my closet is still very corporate from when I used to work in child welfare. And then the other half is very um, relaxed because I was home for a couple of years working from home. So um, I'm sure I'm not the only one out there who probably needs to kind of sort through and narrow it down now and kind of get that middle ground. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that um, I'll address that in, in, in a two-part way in that for her, um, it would give her probably a better comfort level to see a consistent person, especially if it's in business, you know, they, it, it gives, it's almost like going into a stu- supermarket and always knowing where the milk is going to be. You know, you can go in, you can get it, you feel comfortable grabbing it. And, you know, so the same way she probably would have been a lot more friendly or right off the bat if she would have recognized you. So, yeah. um, so that, that would be one thing. And then the other thing would be, um, I, to your clothes in your closet. Um, I have a customer or I had a customer um, that uh, was corporate by day and a side hustle of, of having a creative business. And so when she started t- to take her pictures for her creative business, which is a scrapbooking business, it was all in her corporate clothes. And she was showing up to her networking events and her meetings in her corporate clothes. But when she would be with her friends, and she would be herself and she would look much more fun and creative and her person, she would actually even be more of herself um, when she was in her own clothes. And so my question to her was, why are you taking pictures in um, suits when you run a scrap, uh, a scrapbooking company? You know, like it, it didn't, it didn't make sense. And then all of a sudden that little change in her photos, really increased her business. So um, it's really important to kind of, it's too close to it too. You need to ask your friends, you know, if, or, or a stylist, you know, um, if everything is in line um, because it's important. Sometimes you're just too close to it to throw out those clothes or to know what to wear in a, at a photo shoot, you know, like that type of thing. It takes a little bit of work. It sure does. And, you know, I have a friend and she um, had some professional photos done. If I remember correctly, she did a bit of a trade. She did some coaching for the photographer and the photographer in return did some photos for her um, to put in her portfolio. And, you know, my friend was so upset afterwards and she said, like, I need you honestly to look at these pictures and tell me what you think of them. And so I looked at the pictures and I said, okay, I'm happy to share with you what I think of them. But first I want to know, what do you think about them? Because you look very upset. And she said, you know, at first it felt so great to be kind of pampered and dolled up. And, you know, she had, she doesn't normally wear any makeup at all. And and the stylist had put lots of makeup on her and did her hair in a different way. She goes, I just feel like I'm looking at a totally different person. And I said, you know, what's interesting is that I also felt like I was looking at a different person, but I felt like the girl in the pictures is is hiding the true person that I've grown to totally love and admire, and I can't see her in the pictures. 
And I, you know, she really had a hard time with it. And she ended up, you know, thanking the photographer, but getting totally different pictures. And I totally encourage people, you know, our photo shoots that we do for business or for our family, even if it doesn't feel like you, you're not going to want to share them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that hurts my heart um, to hear that because I know, you know, even though she bartered, um, it was still her time, you know, it's, time is money. And so I get so excited because, you know, you know that you're going to do the next phase of your business or share them with your family. So I could understand, you know, her, her letdown, but there is um, a lot of work that really needs to be done. And it really, to be honest, probably wasn't the photographer's fault. And so I, I want to tell you why. I think it's really important that you as a person or the person that's getting their photos taken um, really take control. It's your business. It's your photos. It's your image. So you really need to communicate to the photographer what it is you need, what you're going to be using it for. I mean, the preparation is key. You can even, like, make a Pinterest board of, um, of the mood that you want it to be. Um, you know, check out the photographer's studio if you're doing it in the studio. What colors are in the background? Do they have different backdrops? Um, you can also um, tell them if you want the pictures, you know, horizontally. Do you need um, white space um, or blank space to write some text in that picture? You know, are you using it for Facebook, um, for your website? I mean, you know, the photographer is not going to know unless you communicate that, you know, and also um, the, the feeling that you want your pictures to convey. So it, if you want it to be a spiritual kind of a calming effect, then your, your clothes and the whole backdrop really has to identify with that. And for goodness sakes, please don't pick out your clothes an hour before, or just like throw a bunch of clothes. I hear this. This is so common where everyone will just, you know, take a bunch of clothes and just like throw them in a suitcase and then go to the photo shoot and then decide there or, you know, you really should have your outfits picked out ahead of time and, you know, think about this well in advance um, so that when you get there, you could really be in a space of having fun and um, knowing exactly what you want. Absolutely. And I love those suggestions. And, you know, I'm so fortunate that when we had our photos done. Um, our photographer, Laura, was so good, first of all, about talking to us ahead of time about, you know, picking out the outfit early on and then trying it on a week before to make sure that that's still what we're feeling. But she also would not book the appointment firmly until we had sent her 10 photos each of pictures from Pinterest or Google or whatever, so that she got an idea for our style. And in fact, there was a couple of pictures that the style was totally different than the other ones. And she said, okay, so a majority are this style. Do you want that style or that? I need two more to replace this one. Like she was so good about that. And I really found that our pictures totally reflected what we had asked her for. But I can see how it would have been a totally different story if she hadn't known at all what we wanted. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what, what she just spoke about are things that I do with my customers, photo shoots. Like, are we really pin it all down? You can do it, you know, yourself or if you're lucky enough. Usually photographers do not take that time. They're more interested in lighting, 
you know, and, and getting the right shot um, as opposed to really branding your pictures. So that is a great photographer. And um, she is. I, yeah, I really, I really admire when they take the time to do that. Absolutely. I do as well. So one thing that you had mentioned earlier was that there's a difference between style and fashion. Can you tell us the differences for people who may not know? Yes. Um, well, style is more about the wearer, the person, and fashion is more about the clothes. So when uh, style is something that you, and you, so you can have a closet full of clothes, but still don't, you may not have any style. You know, um, so it, it, there's, is that clear? I'm not sure if that's clear. It is. It's totally clear. <laughs> yeah. So the style is when I'm talking about style, it's really more about the person. It's about, you know, having that longevity, creating a style, identifying what it is and, and, you know, kind of stepping into it and really, um, embracing it and fashion changes, you know, fashion is more fun it kind of comes and goes and um, yeah, it's, it's different. Very good. Yeah. And it's really important, I think, for people to understand the difference because, you know, just because a certain color is in and it's in, you know, it's the fashion of this season doesn't necessarily mean it's going to match your, your style. Would that be right? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, trends um i would just say don't invest in them heavily you know like to spend the bulk of your money in them it's fun to you know buy a trend to just kind of freshen up a wardrobe let's say with a fashion color let's say burgundy right now is very you know popular and it actually usually is in the winter time it might even be a classic color um that nude pinky color blush color is really on trend right now it it's i mean there's wrong with adding a trend color as long as it um, really helps your skin tone and it you know is an asset to your wardrobe but um, yeah but sometimes it can go wrong like the when the neons were in style or you know so <laughs> you, have, you have to be careful like what you're dabbling into absolutely I can totally see that and I know I have fallen into that trap over the years a couple of times I'm sure <laughs> so you really have a great online business structure now um, can you tell us a little bit about how you how you work your business and how you connect with your clients now absolutely well I have a one-on-one -on -one business right now with clients I have uh, customers uh, virtually all over the world and in New York I see them one-on-one -on -one. I have uh, in I actually relaunched my website in January that really focused on the entrepreneur and that's what I'm focusing on but I still do have the other side of my business where I work with big brands and corporations um, you know doing you know the other jobs that I've been doing for a very long time so I still have that I'm just trying to go more into the online world. And um, in January, I will be launching more module teaching programs, um, which will um, be more of a do-it-yourself type program. It won't be the one-on-one. -on -one. And if someone is interested in doing something like that, they can always um, reach out to me on my website and send me their emails and I can put them on the waiting list for that. So right now it's more one-on-one -on -one and I have customers in Australia, 
um, Dubai, uh, London, California, I mean, all, all over. You know, the whole online business, I, I am just fascinated and loving it because it really connects everyone. And it's been a really big theme in this series. A lot of the women have really embraced online business and it's working for them. It's just offering so much more, more flexibility. Are you finding that as well? Well, yes, that's the reason that I'm trying to grow that part of my business because I have a very nice business here in New York and a lot of people know me in New York. I've been doing it for such a long time, but it's hard to scale the business when, when you're doing it that way. And also if I ever wanted to pick up and move, I would lose my business. So um, doing it online, I actually have been able to take a lot of what I'm doing one-on-one and actually go into someone's closet, um, help them, you know, get rid of things. We talk about their body type. What are the silhouettes that they should be wearing for their body? Um, We go into identifying their style icons and, you know, what is it that they should be wearing? And we even go into their business and figure out what their mission statement is, or they may already have it, or perhaps they're in corporate, what they should be wearing for work and kind of aligning their style with their business. That is a big part of my business, that, that alignment. And from there, I create lookbooks or Pinterest boards for them. So when they go shopping, they know exactly, um, you know, what they, they need to build up a wardrobe to, you know, wear on their photo shoots. Um, It really helps in every facet of their business so that they can um, really be confident and really kind of step into whatever power it it is. It just, it just really freeing to be able to, you know, wear something that you can really feel authentic in. I love that. And I I am sure Everyone needs the services you're offering. So definitely you guys should be checking out Sandy's website because what a valuable, I'm just thinking about when I go shopping, for example, you know, to have a Pinterest board or have some sort of a tool that can help you go through the store and say, okay, these are what I'm looking for. First of all, it would save a ton of time, but it would also save that change room moment where you try something on and it really is not very flattering. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that shopping is a big uh, is a is a big problem for a lot of people in that they feel over animated, you know, overstimulated with everything that's going on and everything is kind of tempting. So this way, you know, you can be really on your list and growing it. You know what if you need a V-neck, a scoop neck, a you know, a pattern, you know, and really fill in the holes in your closet because I think that that is a big problem for people in that they they're struggling because they're either missing basics or they might be missing um, statement pieces sorry I missed that Sandy because you were cutting out again so can you repeat that last part again sure I said that um, what I see time and time again is that people struggle getting dressed because they are missing key items in their wardrobe. So for some people, it might be their basics. And then other people, it could be statement pieces, like they may need that, you know, important um, leather jacket, or, you know, it depends, you know, on on person, but it's definitely a void. So they or they're not dressing for their body type. So when they're putting on their clothes, nothing feels right or fits right, because uh, they 
they're they're just not wearing the right silhouettes for themselves. So all of that is really important. And if you haven't been wearing it for a while, I would say that there's probably a reason for it. And it could be something as simple as that it's just not the right uh, silhouette for your body type and, um, you know, or the emotional attachment, or you're missing something to put that outfit together, which could be something as simple as a t-shirt, you know, or, or a necklace. Absolutely. And, and is layering your clothing, is that still a really important part for changing up those looks? Like I can remember years ago um, when I did work in fashion, the biggest thing we were told is if people are struggling with their wardrobe, get them to layer it. You know, if they have work and then a function after, it's a lot easier to take off that sweater and put on a jacket. Um, and is that still something that works for today, today's current trends? Um, well, layering is very big, especially when it comes to that boho or casual look. And of course, it's great um, if you don't know, if you're going to a networking event and you don't know how warm or cold it's going to be at the, at the space that you're going to. But I actually disagree with that. I feel that if you want to get dressed really easy, wear something that's one piece, like a dress. Um, or a jumpsuit or, you know, so that you don't have to think about, you know, what top is going to go with what bottom, you know, of course, a jacket or a cardigan or something like that to throw over is always great for warmth. But I think the the least amount of pieces is going to make it easier to dress. Um, I think the more the layering is going to make it more interesting. Okay. Simple you make it, Sandy. Like that totally makes sense to me what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So what would you say are your top three recommendations for women entrepreneurs when they're setting up their business and setting up their brand and things like that? Because I know, you know, you do work with fashion and style, but you also are inspiring entrepreneurs. So what would be your top three recommendations to them? Wow. Um, I think that probably, I mean, consistency is definitely um, I mean, if I had to say that three times, I probably would say that three times, but I'll give you three. But because consistency, really, you really need to have that when you're showing up in person, when someone's looking at your website, when they're looking at your social media. So consistency, consistency is, you know, definitely by far, I would, I would say the most important thing that you need to have. Um, the other thing is to believe in yourself. And I really, you know, my mission is really to have women, you know, stand in their strength and their power and, and, and how different they are, because that's really what makes them special. And I think that, that being different sometimes makes people hide or afraid. So I am saying embrace that. Embrace, um, you know, whatever it is, whether it be your gift that you want to share or your you know, the gap in your teeth, whatever it is that makes you different, that you are really not loving, you know, change your perspective about it, because that's really what's going to make you shine. And then the other piece is to, you know, surround yourself with community, and people that um, get it, and that you can kind of go back and forth with and share ideas with, and you can, you know, lift each other up, because that definitely is a very big component to um, having a growing business and networking and referrals and, and all of that stuff. 
Thank you. I know I kind of put you on the spot there, but those are three really, really fabulous suggestions. So I mean, consistency is so important, believing in yourself, and definitely that surrounding yourself with community. And we've talked about that in the earlier shows today, too. The importance of having a safe environment rather than a competitive environment, because there's more than enough business out there for all of us. And we're going to attract the people who really feel what we have to offer. So, you know, be in communication with other entrepreneurs and be sure to be sharing with them and getting feedback in a safe way that feels good because that way we really are lifting everybody up rather than putting people down. And I think that is one thing that we women have to offer. Yeah, absolutely. Don't be afraid to share. Like no one should be, don't hide everything to yourself, you know, kind of, you know, meet and greet and, and share everything that you have because you just will grow as a person and, and as a business person as well. Absolutely. So I know that you are one of the mentors in the Conquer Club, which um, is with Natalie McNeil. And I'm so grateful to have joined that for 2017. And what ways do you support and mentor entrepreneurs? Well, that definitely is a, uh, one way where I get questions a lot about branding and style. Um, but I also, since I taught for seven years at the college level, I still uh, mentor, you know, a lot of those girls. I keep in touch with them. Um, I also do a lot of speaking events um, for professional women when it has to do with mind shifts and branding and style, because I think they're all connected. I think that mind piece and the, the shifting and the perspective, Perspective at, at looking at things is really important because it's all, um, I mean, what we all want to do as women or what I think is going to happen is that there's this like really big emerging of, I don't know, what do they call it? The divine, the feminine, uh, the divine femininity. Uh, and I think just everyone's kind of like, really walking into their own space and I'm loving it. I'm just like watching everyone becoming so successful. And um, I think it's time. I think it's, I think it's happening for everyone that is really willing to embrace it. I think you just need to want it and it's, it's going to appear. Absolutely. I totally agree. And that's really what's inspired this business um, series that I've been doing for women in business because, you know, politically we were getting a lot of negative messages, but the truth is, you know, women are really stepping forward and owning themselves and owning what they have to offer. And I'm finding, especially like with online businesses and stuff like that, you know, there's a lot more freedom out there for women to own their stuff and share it. And really, you know, honoring themselves and being able to offer that to other women to really empower is a huge gift. And I'm seeing that shift as well. Um, people are just really embracing and loving what they have to offer. And that certainly wasn't available for generations past for women. Yeah, it's like we're finding our voice. And, um, you know, finally being able to embrace it and just kind of, you know, really, um, love yourself, you know, and, and, and kind of step into that and sharing. I think it's so important. I mean, it's almost, um, you know, such a loss if, if people just withhold the gifts that they have, they really need to share with everyone. Um, and think of it about, I, I tell some of my customers, like, it's almost like you're being selfish if you don't share, you know, the things that you have to offer. You were gifted those 
things not to keep to yourself, but really to stand in that power and share with people. So, um, but sometimes we need to support each other to get there. You know, it, it's not a natural thing. What's natural is for us to nurture other people. So now all of a sudden this, this shift is happening where it's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay for me to, to stand out. It's okay for me to shine the light on myself. You know, it's great. It's very powerful. And really it's that shining that light on yourself that's actually going to set you apart too. You know, um, in the world of coaching, there's, there's hundreds of different kinds of coaches, but I always tell my students, you know, there's only one of you and mm-hmm. it's you being your true self. So try not to, you know, copy a brand or copy what, how other people present themselves because you have your own special glow about you. Um, and people really want to see that. And that's what will attract them to you. Yeah. I so, mean, I think what, what happens is that you're just going to blend in and your business will not succeed if you try to copy other people. It will work against you. I totally agree with you. So before we go, you um, have some really awesome promotions happening on your website that you are willing to share. Can you share with everybody first how to find those promotions and how to connect and work with you because you are a very valuable resource and I can just only imagine um, how magical it is to work with you, Sandy. Oh, thank you. Uh, Well, I think the easiest way would be to go to my Facebook page um, that it's, it's styling session Um, styling S T Y L I N G session, two words. Um, because my name is a little hard to spell, but my website is sandyhappenew.com. And on that website, um, you can sign up for a free discovery call, and I can talk to you and we can see if it's a good fit. The other thing that I offer there is a freebie, which I really encourage everyone to do. Um, I've gotten a great response to it. It is a um, closet challenge. So it is the foundation to start to really having this clarity with who you are, what you should keep, getting dressed easier every day. There's so many benefits to it. So right on the homepage, you could sign up for that. And that's Sandy Hapenu, H-A-P-O-I-E-N-U.com. And so there's that, the discovery call, or go to my contact page and ask, pop in a question. I'm happy to answer it for you. Thank you so much. And certainly, guys, I have that website right on the description of this episode. I have posted it online as well. If you can't find it, let me know. I'm happy to connect you. And Sandy, thank you so, so much for joining us today. I appreciate your time. And, you know, you really inspire me. I can't wait to go and check out my closet now and see what I can work on and try your freebie on your website because I can only imagine how much that will help everyone and what a gracious gift you've given to everyone to be able to access that. So thank you so much. You're very, very welcome. It's my pleasure and my honor to be here with you today. Oh, wonderful. Thanks. Have a great day, Sandy. And you know, everyone else too, that's it for the series for today, but we will be back tomorrow with some more um, radio show episodes. Um, And I'm so excited to welcome all these guests and know that these episodes are recorded. So if there's something that you want to 
here again, please feel free to listen back. And you can also um, follow everybody online and connect with them. So if there's somebody you're wanting to reconnect with, just let me know. I'm happy to share their website with you. Have a great day, everyone. I'm wishing you so many blessings and so much love. Just stand in your own power, dress to, for your brand, and attract your the light that you're shining to others. Have a great day, everyone.